it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. It's great to be with you. I hope you're well on a Balls Wednesday. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. Direct Matthew in the house as well on Twitter. It's at Jay Cameron Show. I could be that annoying guy, right? How about this weather? How about this weather? It is fantastic. It makes most things better. But watching sports with the uh, screen doors ready to roll through with that air coming in, getting ready for some football, some baseball, some NHL, some NBA, all of it. The cool air touches your cheek. It's a little brisk this morning, Tommy. little brisk, but I enjoyed it. I was smiling ear to ear over my cup of coffee. This was one of those mornings where if your blanket is not fully over you, you know where it's not fully over you mm-hmm. because of how cold it is outside. I like those mornings. Did you sleep with the windows open last night? No, but I was out on the back deck until, you know, I think the fourth or fifth inning of the baseball yeah, game, which yeah. was fairly late. That was nice. It was very chilly. Good times, man. Good times. It'll be fun when we have football games to go to uh, with that kind of weather. You know, that's that's always my favorite, to get into the stands when we're playing. And uh, now I'm anxious for this Georgia Tech game. I just want to get there. I, I, You know, my tack this week, you guys have heard it, have been these five games are the games. These are the ones. This is it. You're going to find out an awful lot about your team, your coaching staff, your thoughts on what a season it is or is not, all of it. It's all happening. Meanwhile, you know, you got a lot of things happening uh, as well around football. Uh, I saw where Florida State Baseball released the schedule, and I know we're not going to spend a lot of time on Florida State Baseball right now, but it heads up, starts February. It's not that far off, and we begin the Link Jarrett era, and I think a lot of people, frankly, are very excited about the Link Jarrett era. Uh, probably more enthusiasm. I'm not trying to besmirch the previous era at all, but anything that's new is fresh and exciting, especially given the fact that Link is one of our own, so it's not like a guy you're like, eh, I don't know about that guy. It's, everybody loves Link. It's just exciting. It, it, it's a new, uh, a new outlook, a new outlook, and if he's anywhere – uh, close to as successful as he was, as quickly as he was at Notre Dame, then I think we're going to see a lot of exciting baseball, and Florida State's going to be in the mix. And I just I noted that Austin Cox posted it on WarChant.com, and we're supposed to talk to Link, I think, soon. And uh, looking forward to it. 
uh, to talk to him and, and have an opportunity to, to speak with Link Jarrett, who I interviewed when he got the job. I like talking to him. He's direct. Plus, my mind's not on baseball right now, so I'm going to have to ask him to tell me. <laughs> like, who do we got again? Who's back here? Is everybody who? Who's back? Well, based upon his meeting with the media yesterday, I think he's trying to figure out the same things. He yeah. knows the roster, right, but yeah. they're not trying to sort out positions just yet. It's very preliminary, which is fine. And I saw week two of next season. It's a little trip to Fort Worth going to play TCU. TCU, yeah. yeah that we could get be a decent too. roadie. It would be fun. You know, I've never gone there. I've always wanted to see that campus. I had a friend years ago that worked for Florida State that left Florida State to go to TCU at a time when the athletic program, this is more than 20 years ago, when the athletic program was really burgeoning and starting to become something, and he, he took a job. It was a promotion and a raise, and he took a job to go to TCU at the time, and um, I remember the facilities being staggering. I thought, oh, man, they have invested some real money there. Maybe we get a baseball roadie. I mean, I know we've never really done that, save for the LSU. I mean, I've done it for regionals, things like that before, and the last good one was us going to Baton Rouge and watching uh, the Knowles sweep that series and the enthusiasm surrounding that series and how good that was. It's good to have a bye week this week to watch, speaking of Baton Rouge, LSU, Ole Miss, Clemson, Syracuse. There's games that I want to watch unfettered. I thought about going to the LSU Ole Miss game. Did you really? Yeah, if I could have gotten the house that we had for the baseball tournament, I would have done it, but it's not available. I'm sure that thing's booked up years in advance. But I thought just, I mean, it's it's far, but you could stop in Biloxi on the way. You, you can, as we have done, as we've done more than on once. On a, yeah, yes. yeah, that would have been okay. Yeah, it would be good. I should, uh, I should begin with football uh, and Florida State football specifically. It would serve me well. I don't know if you saw this story, though. Because I have asked, we've had on the air conversations in the past about what would you do moments when things happen uh, that are outlandish, and you're like, would I, would I do that? So these two Northwest College wrestlers, they're at a small school in Wyoming, were out in the woods, and a grizzly bear approached, and one of the men was uh, pounced upon by the grizzly bear. And the other uh, chose not to run, but rather try to wrestle the bear to save his friend's life. (laughs) I said, depends which friend. I mean, that's a toughie. It's a grizzly bear, Tom. The only time we've ever talked about it is when it was a great white shark or something. We're like, would you jump in or swim over to me if I were being attacked by a great white shark or a tiger? Any shark, for that matter. And we kind of laughed because we were like, eh. I don't know, like swim. Yeah, swim. You might implore. I, I'm a functional swimmer, and you know, if if I had a water polo background, then I might <laughs> I might work with you there, you know, because then I, I know I'd have the ability to kick somebody real hard if I need to, because those water polo players are nasty. Yeah, but that's not that's not the terrain or setting where I'm going to do you much good. In fact, I might get you to suffer more if I stick around rather than just let it be done. So you're going to let me go. You're going to let me get uh, bitten in half. Huh? That's the end of it. I don't know. I, I, there it depends are on how far the shore is away as that well. That is the other thing, yeah, right? I've yeah. seen videos of people swimming out to the shark attack to save their friend. I'm like, Whoa, that is bold indeed, swimming towards a big-ass shark. If you're doing an excursion on a trip and there's no shore anywhere, you've got no choice. you got to fight. you got to fight your way. Or make it to the boat. One of the two. I'll get back to that story. 
I'll get back to it because there's plenty to it. There's a lot more than just the guy decided to help his buddy out. The bear got mad at the guy that was trying to help his buddy out and decided to turn its wrath and fury upon the guy that came over to tackle him. And he was like, oh, really? This is how we're playing it? And then he pinned him against a tree and started chewing on him. And then his buddy, who has been injured by the— So we got a mess on our hands now. Now two guys are about to get killed by a grizzly bear. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to hear how this ended. (laughs) They're alive. Oh, well. But I'll, I'll, yeah, I know. You never know with me. Yeah. I might tell you the story where they're both dead. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, somebody Spoiler had to be around alert. to tell the story. But I, I'll get, Ooh. I'll circle back. There's I'm just, happy they're alive. It's just, you know, I didn't know if you kept the suspense going, it could have been those bodies were discovered by another hiker, or oh, it could man. have been that the, these yeah. gentlemen themselves went on 60 minutes to report what happened. I don't know. Last night marked the start of the NBA regular season. I bring that up, if only to tell you of uh, whom. From Florida State is on what roster? Who is playing where? Scotty Barnes, of course, the reigning 2022 NBA Rookie of the Year. Averaged over 15 points a game last season for Toronto. Not just 15 a game. It was 15, 7, and 8, and 3. I mean, he was he was a stud, obviously. Uh, Malik Beasley's with Utah. Trent Forrest is with Atlanta. I'm wearing the All today. right. There you go. Uh, Jonathan Isaac is allegedly still with Orlando. Uh, never plays. Uh, Fiondo Cabangeli is with Boston after spending last season in the G League. The Rio Grande Valley team is who's on. He uh, signed a two-way contract with Boston this past July, participated in both NBA Summer League and NBA preseason. Did not see action last night in the season opener, but he's on a roster. Good for him. I feel like Cabangeli should be good. Well, he should have stayed here if this is what it was going to be. My man Terrence Mann's with the Clippers and doing really well, averaging over 10 points a game, and he's a big part of what they do. Devin Vassell is stuck in San Antonio. You know, we would have never guessed on the night he was drafted that that would be the death knell because he was going to a place where the coach and the culture is fantastic. The problem is they're awful. They may be the worst team in the NBA. I mean, they're in the conversation along with Charlotte and a couple of others. I mean, that's a terrible team. And poor Devin Vassell is averaging nearly 12.5 points a game, and nobody sees him. I mean, it's just it's a toughie, you know? Uh, and Patrick Williams is still with Chicago. Anyhow, there is all of that. And notable names missing from NBA rosters are Dwayne Bacon. He played in Europe last year, was recently waived by the Lakers. John Butler, Tom. I saw he signed a two-way contract this past signed week. Signed a two-way contract earlier this week with Portland after being yeah. waived by New Orleans, but he's not on Portland's official opening day roster, and the Blazers don't actually have a G League affiliate to even send him to so he's watching the games at the house. Could have been playing here this year. Exactly, but, man. You know. But people steer these kids the wrong way, and it's depressing. Anyhow, there's a lot on the periphery. I don't think there is a ton to get into with Florida State football, not without reaching. I feel like we are going to get healthy, and then we're going to find out what this team really is. These, I, I, It's funny. I ran into a, a, a guy last night who I know I was making a quick trip to the store, and he said, I heard the show today, and you know I'm really excited about these five games as well, and I'm, I'm nervous. And I said, why? He goes, well, if they don't play to your expectation or they don't play to what we think they could do, then this could be a real problem. I said, yeah, but why are we all, are we all conditioned to do that right now? Is that still the hangover from the bad years? Like, why couldn't we look at these five games? And I mean this. I know I'm going to sound like a coach. But why couldn't we look at these five games as the opportunity that it is? I mean, at some point you do have to produce, so there's nothing wrong with having expectations of success. I can make an argument for why, beyond recent history of the program, people would feel this way. And it's that in these last three games, including in a couple of the wins, 
you're putting yourself in un under undue pressure. The LSU finish should never be the LSU finish. Mm -hmm. And it costs you more than just, you know, maybe a couple of days off your life on the tail end because of the stress. It costs you at least one win. At least one. Because you dilly-dallied and Fabian Lovett gets hurt in a situation he should never be on the field. The legacy of that fourth quarter is that yeah, you're missing yeah. your best defensive player for multiple games, and you have, you're have going to be an NC State with him for sure. You're more competitive with Wake. You're more competitive with Clemson, and you were plenty competitive for much of those two games, but you would have been better off. And then in those three games, yeah, there's the second half NC State, we all know, but there are situations that you just don't handle well. And Coach Norvell talked about red zone inefficiencies today and, and self-scouting, and they done a deep dive, on. and I'm sure he didn't like the deep dive on what they've done in the red zone. So this part of the season is kind of the analogy for the situations that we come up short. These are the ones that you should take care of, but let's say that they're tied with Miami or Syracuse at 20 or 24 sure. in, the, in the fourth quarter because we're coming up empty in the red zone again. But I'm going to give you... Do you feel great about us in that situation? Not though? really. Not until they go out and prove it, but they might here against lesser teams. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, Clemson's a good football team. That's not... It wakes a good football team. NC State's got a good defense. It's a little bit different story. This is the aside where I say, this is me making the argument and understanding why there's trepidation. Yeah, it's not eggs. necessarily what I believe. I think they're going to be... like If you look at, at Georgia Tech, I saw, I think it was pick six previews today, put out a number of... Um, pass rush and the lack of efficiency on for each offensive line. Georgia Tech is one of the bottom six in the country. Yes. And so is LSU, and so is Boston College. And we saw that we affected the quarterback greatly in those games. So, great. You're off to a great start. You're going to win the defensive line battle against their offensive line next week. That's you a great You are start. indeed. So, I feel okay about this stretch. I'm just saying I can understand where folks are coming from if they're saying, well... It's never easy. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't it outside of Boston College? Why has it not been easy? I think if I'm a player, and you know, listen, if you're a player, you've got a lot of assignments to work on on a daily basis, things to get better at, ways to take care of your body, get enough rest, work towards whatever the uh, whatever the goals are that have been laid bare for for you in your particular position, and all those things. I mean, we know we know this, right? But but. It is in a player's human nature. We all do it in any sport that we've ever played that involves a schedule. You look around at the other teams that you're going to face. And if I were a team, if I were a player, looking at the schedule that I'm about to face, I would. No, I don't know that I would breathe a sigh of relief. I'd look forward for the opportunity to beat some ass. Like, get some aggression out. I'd be like, man, we had to just play a three-game stretch that, by any calculation, was extremely difficult. And in some cases a matchup problem, and now we're playing games against teams that I know for a fact do not have more talent than Florida State. Not appreciably. There might be a position. There's segment groups they do. But when we look at the – when we line up across from Syracuse and Georgia Tech and Louisiana and even Miami right now, which is really lacking at wide receiver, their offense is wildly inconsistent, they're not getting a ton of stops against good offenses – I know that's a road game and a rivalry game, but you know, I mean, you can't fear, fear that. you got to play it every year. You should be excited to play that game no matter what. And then Florida can't stop anybody. I would be like, okay, this is it. Here's our chance. Let's go stomp some teams here, announce our presence with authority, if you will, finish this thing 9-3, and three, get those kids that are going to raise the floor, and Katie bar the door, man. Now here we go. It's not, oh, but what if we lose? I know what you're saying. You're saying, yeah, I can see where fans would be like, yeah, man, but this team and you know, right, yeah, especially when you're shooting for, but especially when you're shooting for four out of five at minimum, you know. Because yeah, but I'm gonna would, give you a wiggle room for one, so you could lose one to one of those teams. Yeah. You shouldn't lose two. You shouldn't. 
I, and again, I'll have to reiterate it, because or what, Jeff? I don't make hires and fires, guys. So I can tell you if they go 7-5, and five, I'm going to be bitterly disappointed, given that they started 4-0 and and what it would mean for the rest of the schedule. I will be, personally, I will be bitterly disappointed. It'll be two fingers to my eyes, two fingers back. I think it's long-term a real problem for him. All of those things are my opinion, right? But I'm not telling you they're going to fire him. They won't, and they shouldn't, because they really can't. Not right now. So, now, it falls off a cliff and they lose four out of five? Yeah, yeah, we probably probably got to start over. But that's a crazy scenario. Yeah. Like, in what 1%. world? 1%. Yeah, in what world are they going to lose four of these next five? And if they do, would it not inform your decision all the more that things are not where they need to be? But in terms of time given to that particular idea? Yeah, I'm not going to give it any time because right. it's not likely. It's not. There are a lot of things that we could dedicate our time to that have an outside chance of happening. But it's it's silly. I mean, it's silly. I don't think that's going to happen. Merely bringing up that I have high expectations for this team because of what they've thro- shown me through seven games is is not some sort of gauntlet that says, if you don't do these things, then you are. No, it's problematic. It would be, depending on just how bad the stretch is, a talking point that would come across as extremely negative in regards to the future of that staff. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to have a winning record in these five games. In fact, I'm bullish. I think they're going to win at least four of the five games. I even think there's a decent chance they win all five. Decent chance. Like I, w- there wouldn't, I wouldn't be stunned. If they win the next five games, I would not be like, wow, well, can you believe that? I go, no, that's good. They're, they're a good team that plays well together, that plays hard. They have flipped the culture. They are, for the most part, there's some things I have issues with. We've discussed a little bit of it about the defense and things like that. But for the most part, they're a well-coached team, too. What I find interesting is that this first seven games uh, started in one way and finished in the same way, where after the Duquesne game, I was excited to see how we run the ball. And then they went through a lull, and by the end of the Clemson game, I'm saying about the next five, well, we can run the ball. We can run the ball. Let's go run the ball. Let's be about that first. Let's be about that first. Well, Scott's going to get healthier and healthier now. He's got time to get healthy. And, you know, since he's come back, they're a lot better on that left side. It's really not even close. That left side's legit good. Your average at center, your right guard is, uh, your right tackle is, uh, but, you know, we find a way. But also, they've been exposed in a way that they likely will not be for much of this next correct. five-game stretch. Correct, correct, correct. Yes. So that's the other thing to keep in mind. That's why I think they're going to do yeah. well, Tom. That's yeah, why that's I keep why saying why I agree, but yeah. I also get where the fans are coming from. I get it. You dilly-dally around in a couple of situations and you mismanage it, next thing you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a one-score game. And look, do we love that situation right now? No. Won a close game on the road against Louisville with your backup quarterback when you had to make plays. Won a game against LSU that has athletes that are better than yours when you had to make plays. You've won. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't think it's all bad. There are moments where you could do things better. He's mentioned that. He talked about red zone inefficiency. Good. Fix it. Oh, he knows what's up. He's not in denial. Fix it, man. That's the other thing. It's nice. Sometimes coaches are in denial. He's not in denial. He's not. No. He's a realist. I like that. I also like that he, you know, does. He handles criticism just fine. He really does. I mean, he's aware of what people say out there and write and talk about. He's very aware. But he's not a child. He's not over there fretting all about that nonsense the way some coaches do. So Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply Jeff Kimber, Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Happy Balls McWednesday. Tell me the baseball games. What are we doing here? i got to double-check my 407 for the National League, I want to say. Mm. And then uh, it might be 330. Uh, Director Matthew just chimed in. And then the evening game is Astros-Yankees. Which is funny because God, that entire geez. fan base, the yeah. Yankee fans, are just so defeated, having been up there for a good long week in July when they were, they hadn't gone through their slump yet, the right. big one. Right. And they're saying, ah, the Astros own us. So they've got a little brother feel, even though they're the big bad Yankees for this series. It should be really interesting, and good job to the Phillies last night to were get you, up 1-0. Were you watching uh, Kyle Schwarber's home run? I, You know, I Ooh. heard it. The funny thing is, <laughs> I got two TVs on the deck in this weather. Oh, it's a slice of heaven. And I heard the contact, Jesus. and I whipped my head over to that television, and I saw a great call, too. But I think it's Joe Davis now who does the calls mm-hmm, for Fox. Mm-hmm. How deep will it go or how far will it go? That's exactly a great question that anybody who was in the stands was asking. 488 feet, the second furthest ever hit uh, in, in these. Did they adjust that? 430. Yeah. This is 488, according to this, the athletic. No, no. We're talking about two different things. I'm talking about how long that home first run pitch, went 488, out. length of the home run. 488, buddy. That is a monster. Wilson Contreras hit one in 2017 that was further. Uh, I have vague memories of that. But this is that, 119.7 miles per hour. Wouldn't it be cool to hit a baseball that hard? Hit anything that hard. The crazy thing is that dude in an era of universal DH was available really late yeah. in the offseason. Yeah. How is my question. Even if he's hitting seventh I like, for you. I like watching him swing, too, man. Yeah. I just like watching him swing. There are evil intentions. It just looks like it looks like a guy that can hit a ball 488 feet. <laughs> That's what it looks like. And it's, you're like, whoo. And then I think about all those moons ago here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember saying, oh, that's cute. They have a DJ Stewart, too. Mm-mm. We had a Kyle Schwarber light. Yes. Pardon me. Yeah. That, yes. His little bit different career path. <laughs> he's uh he's something but uh that said this is uh fun i love these day baseball games i love the opportunity to get off the air and go home and watch baseball like i did when i was a kid all those things are true and now i'm trying to mix in an even amount of everything lightning are playing like ass to start the year which they always do and uh and and that's fine they'll probably get housed on friday by florida again and then um that's all right i tune it up because the kids love it they love it. So I got the hockey on. It just warms my soul to walk into the house and see hockey on, see baseball on, see the NBA on, and knowing that I have a full weekend of college football this week with the bye week. I love bye weeks. Things change as you get older. 
Oh, well, Lots yeah. of things change. You suddenly hate night games and love noon games. You mm-hmm. suddenly love bye weeks when they used to be the bane of your existence. Now you're like, please, give me a break. I need a break. Yeah, that's slate. I looked at it, you know, two months ago, three months ago, when we were starting to get into camp season and things like that. Kind of planning, what am I going to do the 22nd of October? Nothing. As it turns out, I'm going to do nothing. That's right. But I looked at the slate and I said, man, that's a bad one. What a bad weekend to have a bye week. This is ugly. And then as the season develops mm-hmm. and the results happen, this is actually a very good slate. It's not the traditional park your uh, park your ass Saturday. Which where, was last Saturday. With the brand names left and right. But mm-hmm. if you care about the game and serious implications of maybe who's the fourth team in the college football playoff, uh, jockeying for position for programs that are back on the rise, this is good all the way from noon to night. It's a really good slate. You know you got football tonight, don't you? Yeah. App State, Georgia State. Famed Kid Brewer Stadium. Yep, and you got ACC football tomorrow night, buddy. Well, terrible ACC football. But it's our next opponent, so I'm gonna watch. There at Bobby Dodd, Georgia Tech and Virginia. Ugh, what a showcase, huh? South Alabama and Troy are on as well. You could flip over to South Alabama and Troy. Okay. Better game, probably yeah. a better game. Friday you have Temple and Tulsa. Ooh, oh guys, and Western Kentucky UAB. I'm starved a lot of times yeah. on a Friday when I get home. Kind of like I'd, I'd like to watch a little football, but it has it's found its way. In the beginning, Friday night football was. Why work. the hell yeah. are they doing this on Fridays? It's Agreed. Thursday night football, mm-hmm. and now if you don't have a good one on Friday, you do feel a little bit left out. Thankfully, we've got playoff baseball for this week. So to your point, it starts on Saturday at noon, and I could go through myriad games that I find interesting and or eminently bettable, etc. Both perhaps. Baylor, Kansas, uh, Clemson, Syracuse, also at noon. Worst thing that happened to Syracuse was Clemson getting gashed on the ground this past week. Woke him up. Yeah, that's a problem for them. The big rivalry that is Miami and Duke. We all know the nation loves watching Duke go to Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. Little 12-30 kick. You can feel it in the air. That's right, buddy. Duke will bring a little something to the table. That's a rivalry Oh, that's a game now. Miami could lose that game. Later on, you get... Um, we should have somebody start the Wikipedia page for the, the Duke-Miami Duke football rivalry, rivalry. to piss them off. Come on, folks. Yeah, somebody out somebody there. Somebody do it. West Virginia-Texas Tech is good. Oklahoma State-Texas is awesome. Ole Miss-LSU is interesting. Oregon-UCLA at 3.30, very, very good. I know I'm a sick guy, but I'm interested in Wisconsin-Purdue. Sorry, that's just me. I will watch some. Liberty BYU might be good. I think UTEP could straight up beat Florida Atlantic, by the way. Oh, Tom, just, okay. Just, tomorrow's Redemption Thursday. Boy, don't, boy. You're already mining for information with I, that oh, UTEP pick. look at you. Look at Ooh. you. Well played. Hey, d- does Alabama recover from their first loss of the year? Time to wake up and play Mississippi State? Will be angry? Interesting matchup. Right, right. A very interesting matchup given Mississippi State and how they score points. TCU and K-State? Good football game. Well, Cal Washington late night, maybe? No, mm-hmm. no, can't get there. Mm-hmm. That's too How much. about Oregon State, Colorado? No, can't get there. Ooh. All right. ACC Network Action, Louisville and Pitt? Ooh. Maybe. <laughs> That's the Big East special right there. <laughs> I just know that I'm going to do a whole lot of nothing, which will make my wife mad. She's like, we're not, you, you can't be a, a, a father and a husband on a Saturday where we don't have 
to worry about you doing a pregame show and covering a game? You're home here and you're just going to sit on the couch? Yep. Yep. Gonna yeah. Just sit here right You got to be uh, I'm a, here. a bridezilla <laughs> on Saturday. This is my day. <laughs> no, I, I tease. I kid. My wife's great about it. She knows that it's the week. She's like, okay. Kids, dad's really unavailable on Saturday. He's just going to be laying around. But that's not true. I'll play a couple games of basketball, halftime of some of the games. See if I can still. I still haven't lost to him, but I think we're getting to a place. Uh oh. I had to get him new shoes yesterday. He's going through them now. The practice in his beginning, he's getting serious, and it's, I don't know. I don't think I have much longer, Tom. I'd set the over under at 16 and a half years old. There's a little bit more strength that comes at he that point. He turns 15 next month. Yeah, you got another year in you. You got it. Provided you don't yank a hammy. Well, that's what I'm always worried about. Hammy, calf. I mean, you get to be my age, you just wake up in pain for no damn reason. I was I, talking about that yesterday. You also have to set a limit of competitive games. So we can play fun, young man, but you get two cracks per day or something yeah, along yeah, those yeah. lines. You can, you can go after it. If we can play ten times in a row, you're going to beat me because I'm old. At some point, I'll get tired. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 before him. I don't know, though, man. Orange Theory's got my, my breath is up, man. I'm all right. All right, three games. Three games. He doesn't like when it gets down to it. I get physical, but not illegal. He's like, why you got to post me up? I'm like, you're as tall as me now. That was okay to say when you were 12 and you were tiny, it was unfair. Well, I may be as tall as you now, but you've got me by 100 pounds. It's called growing up, son. You know what? Start lifting some weights. What do you want me to do? Give the weight back to you? I can't do it. Make a play. You can have some of my weight. Go ahead. Here you go, Bryce. (laughs) I'll fax it on over. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chat TV. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. She put nine hundred dollars on the Jeff. Tell him iron sharpens iron. Yeah. I think his name is I uh, I have to admit. <laughs> your dad can't help that he has old man strength. No, dad, that's good. You're going to have middle-aged man strength for 20 more years than you should because of all this working out you're doing. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Uh-oh. You fall off a cliff is what they tell me when you get old. You just It's one day you're not old, then you are. I don't know. We'll see. Weird things happen. I do ache all the time for no apparent reason. Just all the time. So now that you're in your 50s, did mm-hmm. you have a midlife moment? No. No? Nothing really ever happened to you like that? I think, um, I mean, I... It took a long time uh, to recognize that there were certain things that I could just simply couldn't do anymore. Like I used, I was fast all the way into my late thirties, and I could still jump all the way into my late thirties, early forties. Um, but then a few things happened where it's like I, I'm not fast anymore at all, and I can't jump the way that I used to jump. You know, just I, I can't. I mean, I can still touch rim, but that's a far cry from dunking. 
So the crisis is still yet to come, is what you're saying? No, because I hate it when I see other dudes doing it. I've seen guys have midlife crises, and they look ridiculous, and they do dumb things. Some of them are obvious. Some of them are just funny tropes, you know, that we've seen over the years. The only thing, if we if we really want to get into existential crisis, I'll just tell you that you do see the finish line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that happens now. So. I've had thoughtful moments of staring off into space about how much time do I have left. Yes, that's happened. Because because what happens is you, it's not about the I can't run a 4-5-40 and I can't dunk anymore. Or, you know, it, It's because you want to be here as long as you can for those that need you here uh, or want you here or that you love. So that part is tough. So that crisis, yes. Well, how many more that. football seasons can you be here for? That's that's you know, <laughs> that's the whole goal here. Oh man! No, the you know what? What it does do is give you, um, you know, I think a much better perspective on the wins and losses in program building. Since this is a daily subject, that absolutely it does do that. Okay, so here's a question that is Florida State related and also existential. All right, ready? What's more likely? Florida State as a football program wins 29 straight games again at any point. In, in the rest of my life. In the rest of your life. Or that you come back as an animal after your days are done as, as Jeff Cameron. What's more likely? <laughs> 29 straight, 29 or, straight or, or reincarnation? Yeah, 29 straight is more likely. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah. Just checking. Um, yeah. A little Eastern philosophy check. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now... It would be great. It's not going to happen because when you're dead, you're dead. But if you could come back, it would be – what animal would you choose? Oh, man. Probably um, – A whale? A shark? Or like Ugga, you know? You just oh, get treated – Oh, you have a good life, I mean, yeah. what a palatial life that is. Yeah. Ugga wouldn't be a bad choice. Yeah, well, you can't pick an animal, even if it's a badass animal, like that is going to lose its habitat. So it's like if you're a gorilla, you're, I don't know about running out of room out here. I don't think you're going to make it. Polar bear. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also, up to my eyeballs. Also, just living out here in the woods ain't where it's at. That, no, yeah. no. That's You'd want to be a top tree. Even if you're a so, big ass thing, it's just a tough life. It's just a tough life. You want to be a giant bird. Predator bird. I don't want to be a bird at all. Birds are always fighting to keep from starving to death. Birds have it rough, man. Okay. Now, if you were the apex predator of eagles, yeah, that's tough. But they 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 don't have a good life. They don't live all that long. Uh, I don't like well, that. then you get to be a different animal. See, this how this you goes. Keep going. I don't want to be in the ocean. The ocean seems like I'd get bored. I'm just out here swimming. Would Nothing you rather really be? Can get me. All right. Would you rather be Bevo or Ralphie if you had to choose between those two? Uh, Bevo's got it good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. More imposing. Bevo's good. Speaking of live mascots and live, you know, all around college. Wouldn't football, want to be LSU's. That sucks. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, Ralphie was a disappointment when we went to Colorado. Ralphie was a disappointment. I tell the story all the time. I was just like, look at this thing. That's not like these big ass buffalo you see it out on the plains, man. This was just it. It wasn't that impressive. That's why Clark is named Clark. You were going to name him Ralphie. <laughs> and then you saw Ralphie, and it was very uh, disappointing. Yeah. No, I don't know. I, don't know. I think uh, it would have been all right to be a dolphin. They're smart. They're in pods. They have familial relationships. They can fly. I mean, fly as in fast in the water. They love to jump waves and all that. But again, you're in the ocean. Noel Kev writes, I just want to be on the earth long enough to see old Dabo pull a hammy running down that stupid hill. 
tear an ACL, something, just go down hard. <laughs> well, you're going to get your wish. Um, Noel Kemp. Yeah, I know, Live Spectator, it is a female. I was disappointed about that, too. I wanted a big male buffalo, like a, a real buffalo. Tiny-ass buffalo. Um, Ralphie. Yeah, it's so a, that's kind of like the pat name of, mm, yeah. of buffalo. Yeah, it's a okay. female. Yeah, I found that out when I went out there. I was like, what are we doing here? Get you a real buffalo. But then again, you probably couldn't charge onto the field with those dudes holding on for dear life with a rope if it was a big-ass male buffalo. It, it, we might see somebody get killed, which would be hilarious. Um, <laughs> All right, let's kick off the game. Hurry up. Get them off the field. I will tell you, by the way, uh, I do laugh every time. It happens like once every eight years. The Sooner Scooter gets tipped. Yeah, that's and right. And people yeah. go flying, <laughs> and I root for it. I, I think it's funny every time I see it. I'm like, yes, that guy got crushed. That's awesome. Which Do tells you? you in the old frontier that that happened a lot. Oh, buddy. That oh, was no life, man. Bessie, what's wrong with you? No, Bessie. Ah. I read a book called Empire of the Summer Moon and, and talked about traveling west and encountering Comancheans. But, but beyond all that, like, their life of having to go be trailblazers to go out. No, no, no. That's you're gonna die most assuredly a bad death. It's just not a, something's gonna happen. You fall, break your leg. That's your ass. We're done here. Got a common cold. That's your ass. We're done here. And that might be a good way to go. Right. You didn't need dysentery. All you <laughs> needed was a cold. <laughs> you, yeah. Ball game. Yeah. It was nuts. That's why if you ran into people that were old back then, it was like awe inspiring. It was impossible. What? You never had pneumonia? Nothing. How did you make it this far, Grandpa? It's well, crazy. Weren't around a lot of other people. That's probably why. It's less crowded. Well, that helped. But think about little things like this, like, you know, Corey's gallbladder recently. He'd have just been agony. You're dead. What are you going to do? There's nothing you can do. Here we go. We got video of this. <laughs> is, this, this is this the one that tips? Because it is fantastic when it does. Oh! It's <laughs> bad radio. My apologies. I wish you were watching the. Wish you were watching the video, everybody. Pick up the flag. That girl. Oh, that's a toughie. She goes flying. Look at it, all happy, smiling, and then it's she's nervous. No, she's got nervous energy well, right from the get go. This is a pretty sharp turn. I'd be like, well, I don't like this, guys. This is not good. This feels a little. Oh no! <laughs> Can we slow it down? Meanwhile, those two dudes are like, the horses are still running. Get out of the way! She's being escorted off. Actually, she's under her own power more than I thought she'd be. She's a, a beautiful woman. Um, it is. <laughs> it went flying. She was. You her. too are under her power. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! No. So anyhow, that's we got off the sidetrack as you asked me if I'm going to have a crisis. I'm not going to have a crisis. I Good. lost my hair a long time ago, so that a lot of guys like Tom Brady. They start having a crisis a lot earlier. You just go to weddings for no reason, too. That subject is a real sports subject, and I have said this to you since before the start of the season. Uh, my man doesn't want to be here anymore. I don't know if he wants to be on this earth anymore. They, this guy's got real problems. What is? So I'm asking the wrong guy about a crisis. Yes, my man is a mess. And watching him play this past Sunday, I'm like, look at this guy. This is not – This we're getting towards – now, we'll see. We'll see. I've learned enough to know this. I've learned enough not to count him out when he's going through a, a stretch or a spate of poor play. But <laughs> wide open throws, he's spiking in the ground, missing people, 
like seven feet to the left. He wasn't there for walkthrough. Not there for walkthrough. Misses practices on the regular. Just takes 11 days off in the middle of camp. We've been talking about this. That and is, then he'll scream his offensive lineman. Well, now. exactly. Mm-hmm. Now imagine you're a six foot five, 320-pound offensive lineman. And this dude's not at Friday's practice because he's going to Bob Kraft, a piece of garbage like Bob Kraft. He'd go to his, whatever that was, wedding? Trophy wedding. Trophy yes. wedding, right. Uh, I wonder if he invited the girls from down there in South Florida that he visited. And then That was for the bachelor party. Yeah. But then but then you have that, and then you have he's not there for the walkthrough, and I'm, I'm this offensive lineman, and you're screaming me down, and I'm thinking, well, we could have maybe fixed all of this on the Saturday walkthrough, ass. Also, you're a buck 80. Say another word. I mean, at that point, that's there's a point you Yet, cross. This could be the first time in twenty odd years that he gets screamed down by a teammate and deserves it. Oh, it'd be awesome! I'm rooting yeah. for it. I'm rooting for it. My man was throwing tablets in game one. I'm like, get get a hold of yourself. Well, we got to call Bob Kraft Orchids Kraft from now on. We can call him Orchids. <laughs> we can. It's Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three, Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. All right, so rapid fire, and then I'll get back to some football here in that second hour. But I will give you the rest. I was about to say the rest of the story. I can't imitate his voice, or I would have, and when I said the rest of the story. Oh, I wish we had the sound bites. The stuttering wonder that was the end of uh, the career for, uh, and that's the rest of the story. Um, what's no, his name? Paul Harvey? Paul Harvey, yeah. Pimping. Remember those sound bites? Vaguely. That actually was a little bit before my time. Oh, it's so They good. were still on the board. They're still yeah. all-time great, yeah. That's a Millar thing, 100%. All right, so here's what happened. Uh, that story, I said I would circle back. The hour's ending. We're going to do it now. College wrestler, small Wyoming school, helped his teammates survive a grisly mauling over this past week and trying to wrestle the massive bear off of his friend, eventually drawing a more brutal attack to himself. They were... Uh, crediting their bonds as wrestling teammates at Northwest College in Cody, Wyoming, with helping them survive the attack Saturday night. Ooh, that's not good. Night attack. Oh, I don't like it. I don't know why I'd rather see it yeah. coming. The night attack, you can hear it off in the distance. Ooh. You, feel the, you feel the breath. Oh, the, the bear. yeah, the weight of the feet and on the, the leaves, and you hear it in the distance. You're like, what, what, was that? what is that? <laughs> it's not good. Brady Lowry of Cedar City, Utah, suffered a broken arm and punctured wounds. In the initial attack, after they were surprised by the bear while searching for antlers shed by elk and deer in the uh, Shoshone National Forest. Now, see, what are you doing? The bear came running out of the trees. I didn't even see it until it was right there in front of me, but I could hear the crashing. Oh, that's what Lowry told ABC News. The only thing I could yell is, bear, bear. I just knew I had to protect my head kind of fight for my life you know it's just life or death at that point his teammate Kendall Cummings of Evanston Wyoming tried to stop the attack on Lowry by yelling kicking and hitting the bear and also pulling its fur which would be very annoying if you were a bear like hey that would be frustrating you ever had hair pulled that's not cool I didn't want to lose my friend it was bad Cummings told the desert news there was a big old bear right on top of him (laughs) what a quote I could have run Potentially lost oh. a friend, mm. or get off and save, or get him. Well, I don't like the phrasing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what he said. Get the bear off of him. Get the bear off. Get the bear off of him. We're cleaning up the language. He, here. Uh, well, it's, the it's, editor did not yeah, see that. Yeah. 
It knocked me onto the ground, and then with its head, it pushed me on the ground up against a tree. Then it began to pin me there and began biting me. I was putting my hands in its mouth, stuffing my hands in its mouth so that it wouldn't chew my neck but rather my arm. All right, that's reasonable. Made a choice. He made a choice like the arm's going to have to suffer because the neck can't or I'm done. Cummings said the bear eventually walked away, but only briefly as they heard it circle back. Oh, that's cruel. You're like, we did it. We did it, Bradley. Oh, Jesus, here he comes. That bear's like, you know what? F this. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm a grizzly bear. I'm not going to get bitched like that. This is not happening. I heard the bear kind of grunting behind me again, and then I heard it walking quickly. Then I saw it, and it attacked me again. (laughs) So matter of fact, I heard it walking, then I saw it, then it was attacking me. After the bear left the second time, Cummings pulled himself up and began looking for his teammate. In the meantime, Lowry was able to walk into an area with good cell service. I got good cell here. We're We're good. We're good. He called 911. Two other teammates, August Harrison and Orion Jackson, helped badly injured Cummings off the mountain, carrying him for long stretches at a time. These names. Both ended up at... Both ended up at Billings, Montana Clinic, where Cummings underwent emergency surgery. Neither man was listed uh, after Tuesday. They were able to get out and all that other stuff. Other members of the wrestling team joined Jim Ziegler at the hospital, all that. I'm proud of them. They love one another. Great. Uh, Then he went on to say the one young man. That was their coach? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm so proud of these young men. Yeah, It's amazing. They never give up. They always fight. Even against a bear. Me and Cummings would both be dead if it wasn't uh, for all of us, if it wasn't for Cummings pulling the bear's hair, if it wasn't for Harrison running up and scaring the bear away the second time so he wouldn't come back anymore. It was a team effort. We're going to be best friends for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Truth be told, I hated him before this incident. And now? Now, that guy right there is my best friend, I'll tell you that. You're my best friend. Forever. The other guy's like, well, I, I mean, uh, you know. No, no, we're best friends forever, right? Uh, Wyoming writhing in pain. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. Wyoming wildlife officials said they will not try to capture or relocate and kill the bear because it was a surprise attack. And there are many other bears in the area, making it difficult to know which of the bears attacked these two boys. So that's the, like, they should have a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hour two forthcoming.